0: Hi guys welcome to the mind for a minute podcast do you
1: notice anything different about my mood yeah i've got invisalign in so <laughs> i might sound a little bit muffled i might what is it called when you can't say your s properly? properly like a list yeah oh
0: lish. My God, you really can't say that word <laughs> i oh can't say list so um just let's start by asking how have you been recently in the last two weeks for
1: i've been okay i've done quite a lot it's been i feel like it's been quite a fast week
0: for yeah. some reason
1: um my clients are doing amazing so I've been very very happy um around
0: work and stuff like that but how have you been I've been um quite busy because obviously lockdown lifted now so things are just out getting... on the streets yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> things are just getting very very busy like work is getting busy yeah even when I go into work like I miss not having traffic like now oh. Yeah because before there was no traffic because obviously shops and everything were oh, yeah. closed. Yeah, but now oh my god like, there's like traffic everywhere and you just find it a bit weird and even parking is an issue now because everyone's just outside. And I'm so used to it not being an issue. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah it's been good though. Mm-hmm. I mean mental health week went really really well. Oh yeah. Um that was more around nature and I brought some plants for work. And was Did so you? Yeah. Are you going
1: to do like ecotherapy? Did you give it to people for them to like take well, care we, of it?
0: We have like different floors. so We yeah. had like one plant per floor and then they were meant to look after it, like it's their baby, right? This I don't know their... how it's going. I haven't been in It'll a while. Be like,
1: you need to take care of this child as a representation of your health. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
0: um, but I've, I have been on holiday for the last two, three days, mm-hmm. um, but it's not really been in holiday, because oh, yeah. I have been working, which is really bad for me, because you think... when you're on holiday, you need to be on holiday. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, I think me and Masuma have got quite similar personalities, because I do that as well, when mm-hmm. I'm on annual leave, I'm still responding to emails, yeah. I'm still literally doing work when I'm not meant to, and it's, it's not healthy, because you're not really giving yourself that that yeah. break,
0: like, you're not and giving like, yourself a break. Yesterday, I was at the spa one day with my mum, and then I went out with my friends, and Honestly, guys, that day that I did not look at my laptop or check my emails was torture. Like, I literally, it's been in my exactly. mind all day until now. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to get home and check my emails because I haven't checked it since like Friday or Thursday. Oh, you're
1: just thinking hundreds.
0: Yeah, no, you, I'm just thinking, oh my God, I must, I, I need to update everyone. Like, what's going on? But mm-hmm. it's because I've been. So busy, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing with work, and when you're in a high pressure environment, of course, it's really good for you. Mm-hmm. So, if having stress is not always bad, yeah, stress is actually good because it motivates it you. you, yeah, it even like triggers your flight or fight response. You know, yeah, is it fight or flight or flight or fight? Fr- I don't it's know, flat, fight or
1: fight or freeze okay <laughs> free. you could even free. you could be one of those people when it gets too much you just freeze
0: yeah so stress of actually has um led to our survival do you get what I mean? yeah. um but at the same time too much stress or too much pressure can have an impact and it's really important for me to have that break Mm -hmm. so even though it's it's killing me not to check anything I'm really trying to not check my laptop or anything like that this is really
1: good it's a really good segue because you're talking about stress and obviously mental health week so this episode episode eight we actually wanted to discuss how do we maintain our mental well-being just on a day-to-day basis because I feel like people think if you don't have mental health issues, you don't need to do anything for your mental health. Do you know but what that I is, as That well? that
0: is. Go on. Sorry. You know when you like talk about like your mental health, like for example you know how we're doing at the moment and we're mm. doing a podcast on mental health and mm. I do a lot of mental health work as well at work mm-hmm. people assume that you know exactly what to do mm-hmm. you um wouldn't struggle and you, you don't stress out yeah and is that going way up? what you just said I don't know but yeah I just it just came up in my mind and I was just thinking mm-hmm. mental health week is a learning curve for us as well
1: mm-hmm. it and, definitely is yeah yeah, I think it's still important for us to um, try and maintain some type of mental well-being, even if you're not someone that is struggling from any mental health issues. These are still things that help you motivate It helps motivate you. It helps with your self-esteem. So it's very important for us to kind of discuss what actually mental health is. So go on, give us a definition for mental health.
0: Okay, so mental health is a positive concept related to the social and emotional well-being of individuals and communities. Having good mental health or being mentally healthy is more than just the absence of illness. Rather, it's a state of overall well being. So, whenever people think mental health, or if I ask, this happens to me at work all the time, actually. When I say to them, can you like tell me what mental health means to you? Yeah. They will automatically go towards the negative. Yeah. Like always, an illness. Yeah. It's always,
1: oh, I've got mental health yeah. because I've got depression or I've got anxiety. They're not realizing that mental health is everything that you kind of interact with your social well being, your physical well being, your your interaction with your community that all plays a part in your mental well-being and people don't realize that
0: exactly and why is it never oh so mental health is about maintaining your do you get I mean it's not that it's always a negative Mm -hmm. but mental health is just your well-being basically I don't uh, to be fair like at work a lot of people use the term well-being and I always think obviously it's an umbrella term term yeah and so I get that's why I'm trying to differentiate So because well-being, the word is used so much with organisations and with people in general, because it's an umbrella term, mental health gets hidden into it. And it's not, it should be a separate part. It should be well-being and mental health. Do you get what I mean?
1: I get what you mean, but I think well-being is an umbrella term that covers physical well-being, mental health well-being. Exactly, no, I get that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: So we also need to outline mental health. Mental health is so significant that yeah. it also needs its focus on its yeah. own. But of, of course, well-being it's, is it's physical a big t- and mental. So yeah. they are both as equally as important. important because yeah. well-being is like, how can you be physical? Your physical health will impact your mental, mental health. You mean- we
1: should know this because we did health psychology as a master's. We yes. should know physical illness at the end of the day affects your mental health. So it is very important to, for people to focus on their mental well-being. So what what influences our mental well being? What what are the influences? Um
0: well I would say the quality of your life, Mm. right? So I wouldn't really base it on friends, but this is just an example. Yeah. Right. So if you're quite isolated and you don't socialize as much as you would like to, if you're a person that really wants to socialize but doesn't have like people around them and feels quite isolated or lonely that would have an impact but quality of life can also mean for example your finances yeah do you know what I mean like you might have money problems your environment might not be you know you might live in a shared house for example Mm -hmm. and people around you are not as because you lived in a shared house yeah I
1: lived I I lived in a shared house at one point and I think that actually did affect my mental health just because I was kind of used to having my independence for me being independent and doing things in my own time when I want to was such a big part of developing myself so that being taken away not really taken away because I still live by my Myself, but having to kind of police when I'm going to the kitchen because there's other people there, feeling uncomfortable in I my house, feel scared. And feeling scared because there was people that I didn't know. So there was always constant anxiety like, who is in this house? So that kind of did affect me at that time. So there was loads of things that influence people's um, mental well being. Um, but again, I think the most important part of being I guess of mental health is the ability for you to bounce back from stressful or sad situations obviously when I was in that house I would feel uncomfortable but I was able to kind of function like I would go to my friend's house instead or stay with my boyfriend rather than being in that environment constantly so that kind of enabled me to do better also I set goals like I wasn't in that house for too long because I just thought like this is the ghetto I need to (laughs) I need to get out so I set like a realistic goal for myself you know what I want to be in this house in this like by this time I don't want to be sharing anymore and look where we are now like like beautiful Literally man, not honestly. not sharing still setting
0: tiny goals for myself to do better so and also you have to remember we all everyone's going to go through stress and sad periods in their life mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't you wouldn't be normal if you didn't right mm-hmm. like sadness and stress is completely normal mm-hmm. it's just how you deal with it I think is the main main difference you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I think that that really does play a massive massive part and mm-hmm. um, a big one for me in terms of mental health is being able to set and fulfill goals. Mm-hmm. Um I keep mentioning work. I just think I'm so work at all around the moment. But for me, if I'm not able imagine if you're um doing a job or if you're doing a piece of work and you haven't reached a goal or you haven't got a goal to work towards. It's gonna affect that motivation
1: Yeah and it's gonna affect your self esteem because you're gonna think to yourself, Oh, I can't like I'm not good enough or I'm not doing things correctly and that in turn then affects your motivation because then you think if I'm not good enough and I can't do it what's the point
0: point? and even if you don't have that motivation as well I just think I don't know I just feel like I have been in the stage where I haven't had that motivation mm-hmm. and you you get a really good feeling when you are reaching your goal yeah. or doing good at something And if you're missing that, I think that would have a really big impact on your mental health. Mm -hmm. So setting goals and achieving a goal, so having that motivation and that root and all that kind of stuff, I think Mm. has a massive impact on your mental health, which is why you should always challenge yourself. You know what I mean? I think you should always challenge yourself, set yourself a goal, even if it's little goals like Mimura just did. Imagine the satisfaction
1: of reaching that goal, knowing yeah that you, you've accomplished it and then you go to the next goal and i think sometimes people set goals but their goals are not realistic so when you're setting goals i think it needs to be very realistic in your lifestyle obviously i'm not going to sit here one day and be like oh yeah i need to be bill gates next month like i'm going to get really- <laughs> a rover next
0: month and then I'm off-
1: <laughs> like i'm i'm not going to do that because i i know that's not a realistic goal for me to meet and obviously if 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 I'm not going to meet the goal and then it comes to next month, I'm going to feel bad about myself. So you need to try and set realistic goals that are tangible, very yeah. tangible goals that you know you can achieve. And then that would, as Masuma said, when you achieve them, you feel a little bit of joy inside that you just feel happy because you've done something.
0: Yeah, I know. I 100% agree. And then lastly, um, this is, again debatable because the first point that i made was having friends around mm-hmm. you being isolated but some people might not feel like that like people might yeah. be very content and happy about being especially
1: alone. introverts introverts yeah. they enjoy being by themselves but then again they yeah they kind of manifest a socialness in a different way yeah so again it just depends on your personality what what you like 100%
0: agree so for me um having the capability to build and maintain relationships is really good Mm -hmm. right because it makes you feel good you have like that reliance you have stability yeah you You feel supported socializing is obviously a big part of mental health yeah it does have a massive impact and the fact that you can maintain a relationship whether it's with a partner a family member even or friends
1: it it gives you that kind of obviously we all have different identities but that gives you an identity of kind of I belong to a group and belonging to a group as we know from so many psychological experiments is very important to the human being so you having that relationship with either like a family family members or your friends gives you that social identity so it and it grows you as a person it grows your assertiveness skills it grows your communication skills so it's very important for us to kind of maintain these
0: relationships yeah no definitely I 100% agree so let's go on to um
1: Yeah there is there are certain influences on mental health and mental well-being obviously we kind of touched on that before we've got some structural influences such as living in a safe environment, employment, education, freedom from discrimination and violence so it's kind of what I said earlier like when I lived in a certain space I didn't really feel safe so that affected my mental well-being so you have
0: like your environment you have your finances you Mm -hmm. have your relationships you have stresses in life Mm -hmm. you have work yeah Um, I'm trying to think of any more even like yourself if you're going through a change personally Mm -hmm. whether it's like a sex change maybe yeah you know what I mean or trying to find yourself or you're just not happy with where you are in life at the moment like there's so many different things that Mm -hmm. impact your mental health and that's why I guess the term well being is also used because- yeah is an
1: overall... an
0: overall kind
1: of impact um we've also got community factors that we kind of touched up on these yeah. um kind of give a positive sense of belonging like i was uh, describing before um so community connectedness and doing activities
0: um in so having social support and participating in like social you know in terms of like coping with your stresses mm-hmm. um having communication skills as well like you know speaking to people if there's a problem speaking to people about how you feel like even just having conversations yeah it's really really important even with like an introvert I'm sure like even if you're an introvert even with
1: introverts they always have that someone that, that yeah they always have that one friend that they confide in just because you don't like having loads of people around you doesn't mean you don't want any social support social support is it can be again different ways yeah participate like I know a load of introverts they're artsy people so maybe they go to art conventions that is their social support at the end of the day they they go to people that are like-minded to them so just because you don't have a big group doesn't mean you don't have that sense of social support in you um so yeah it is very important for for people to have that social interaction with other people so we're just going to go into like some tips on how to look after your mental health and
0: your mental well-being yeah definitely you know for a personal one for myself Mm -hmm. um you know for me it's really about knowing and being confident in knowing what to do so you know if you are going through something Mm -hmm. whether it's stress anxiety depression or anything like that we're all going to have their moments everyone has their moments Moments, right and I've, I've learned I guess the skill that I've learned to identify that it's coming and also then to know exactly what to do so for example if I'm feeling so just overwhelmed recently mm-hmm. and I keep then I'll notice little things like if I keep get if I keep overthinking silly little situations that I know that are not that deep but I keep overthinking mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. then I'll know that I'm coming towards a stage where I'm really feeling stressed yeah. or anxious. And then I would do things like, you know what? I'll just take a day out and Mm -hmm. just think I need a break. Like my mind just needs a break. Or I'll do something like self-care. I'll go for a walk or something like that. So that's mine personally, but we do have some written down as well that we're going to go through.
1: Yeah, I was going to say for me, it's kind of similar to Misuma, where it's kind of recognising when I need a break, recognising when I feel things are getting a little bit too much for me. Obviously, I do have days when things pile over so much and then I have a panic attack. But then even within that panic attack, I know what to do to calm myself down. I know what coping mechanism I have ready for me to use kind of like you said your your self-care stuff or distraction technique I know music usually calms me down or going to the gym makes me feel better when I'm anxious so it's just really knowing what support is out there when you need it is really confident confident that it's going to help
0: yeah and yeah and just being confident in like I can I can handle this. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Like I know that I'm coming towards that, and I'm accepting it. A lot mm. of people also don't accept it. Yeah, And just think, oh my god, now nah, I'm not going to go for this stressor again. I'm not going to go for that again. I just don't want it. Yeah, but you just have to accept it and just know what to do.
1: And do again, I mean? yeah, even with and with life in general, things are going to go really well, and then you are going to have really down days because life again is unpredictable. We can't control everything, but we need to know when when we need to like seek some help or when when you need to um take some time out as you said before but what are the main tips like what what would you advise someone to do in order to maintain a healthy positive mental health and mental well-being
0: to begin it's just a talk yeah so talking about feelings and talking about um, your thoughts even, Do you yeah. like, and there's so many reasons why, of course you should communicate with someone if you are feeling a certain way, if they've made you feel a certain way, mm-hmm. but that's one perspective, that's one way to look at it, another way is, sometimes if you speak about your feelings, you can also reflect on yourself, On yourself. Yeah. so I might say to Mahmouda now, I just been working so much and I keep thinking that I'm not doing as good and mm-hmm. then Mahmouda might say maybe like you're just getting a bit anxious mm-hmm. and maybe you should go for a walk or something mm-hmm. like that and that will make you reflect on yourself mm-hmm. and think you know what she's right like I need to take a step back to mm-hmm. get what I mean so when you talk about your feelings it's really good because you can reflect on yourself yeah. and you'll know exactly um you might have a better understanding about what you're going
1: through True, yeah because you never know other people might have been in different similar situation to you so they can kind of advise you on what to do or what they have done that has worked out I feel like a lot of people do see talking about their feelings and their emotions as a sign of weakness they're like oh my god I don't want to be found out I don't want people to know that I'm freaking out because I don't want to seem like a mess but you're not going to seem like a mess even just letting it out even if someone can't give you a solution because I'm a big fan of just letting people talk without me having to provide them with a solution or what to do even just letting that out you feel such a relief because it's not just you dealing with that issue by yourself you now know like people around me are here to support even even if they can't do anything about it like let's say it's a financial situation majority of the time no one can really do anything about it but you just know I have someone there to listen to and they care and that alone is enough that alone will make you feel better within yourself
0: no definitely sometimes you just need to speak Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always have to be the person needs to respond with something Mm -hmm. and I think maybe that's why people shy away from these conversations and try not to have these conversations because they don't want the other person to feel pressured yeah, to having a response and they because I, I did a session at work and I was asking people why what are the barriers to speaking and a lot of people said that you just don't want to be a burden on the other person um but you know nine times out of ten they've have probably have been through the same thing that you've yeah, been through true. they know exactly what you're talking about yeah. and the fact that you can speak about it you know that relief really, when someone yeah, speaks exactly. about something that you 100% get and you're like oh my god yeah like I can't yeah
1: even it. just you're just validating someone is validating your emotions so they can you can see i'm not alone like other people go through these things too and they have these emotions too and this is completely normal i feel like when you keep things to yourself you start invalidating your own emotions thinking oh i shouldn't be feeling like this i need to get up and do this this is not normal i should be doing this this and this other people are doing this this and this and i'm still here not realizing that it's completely a normal thing to go through to feel anxious to feel down so talking to other people just makes it validates your own emotions and tells you that this is completely a human thing to feel and it doesn't need to be a big conversation some people think oh I'm gonna have to sit people down we're gonna have to do an intervention we're all all gonna have to just be serious no (laughs) it doesn't have to be like this this could be a natural conversation that you just have with your friends or family or whoever that you feel comfortable speaking with and they don't need to come up with any solutions for you it's just that venting and letting it
0: out perfect so that was tip one so basically speak <laughs> <laughs> speak, um, up. <laughs> speak up Um, another the one when this is for you yeah. I think you're very passionate about this one
1: yeah I'm very passionate about exercising exercising in general makes I feel like makes me feel better within myself there was so much research that says apparently it releases some type of I don't know if it's dopamine yeah
0: yeah but it, endorphins so yeah well.
1: endorphins so it just makes your brain a little bit more happier in general and I feel better about myself because I've got so well I'm very critical of myself so me going to the gym I feel like I'm actively doing something about me being critical Mm -hmm. about myself so it just makes me feel better day to day um it gives me more (laughs) energy like I can go to the gym at eight o'clock right and then come home at like I could 10 <laughs> and I come home at like 10 <laughs> yeah. and I will have so much energy like I will be able to do anything during that time
0: people have that perspective like if you go to the gym you'll be finished for the whole day But no. it's actually not like that like you actually get more energy mm-hmm. I wish I was a person that could wake up at 6am mm-hmm. this is my goal by the way guys this is my goal personally to get up early do something like gym and then go to work work um but I've, yeah <laughs> I have no excuse really but
1: it does make you feel good it it, it generally does make you feel more motivated to get things done and I do you like good.
0: going out as well like, yeah do you like it doesn't
1: to yeah I was gonna say it doesn't need to be a gym because some people they don't like the environments of a gym which but I even, get yeah I get that too you don't really want to be stared at by Random people—it's yeah. a little bit creepy. I and mean, even like
0: it's, sometimes it can be expensive. Like yeah. if you're not working, or if you're working, you don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, gyms are expensive. They like are fifteen to twenty pound at least mm-hmm. every month,
1: and it's quite pricey. Yeah. So going on walks, like nature walks, I think I like to have mindful moments, which again is just something that I enjoy doing. When I'm out, I just like to take in the fresh air because. I I actually live like in Birmingham so (laughs) there is not much fresh air going around or well I'm from London as well so a lot of a lot of carbon dioxide in the air so when I'm somewhere nice I just like to kind of appreciate the nature and going on walks kind of helps me do that because I just feel one with the earth which sounds very hippie-esque but it's not even that it's just I don't know it just it just gives me some type of joy
0: inside. It is nice no I get what you mean like the power of nature yeah and this is coming from me the very lazy person (laughs) the power of nature is very very powerful like Mm -hmm. honestly I'll go for a walk and I know it's effort like I get it like the weather's not Mm -hmm. that hot and Mm -hmm. when you go out it's just you have to drive all the way there stuff and then go for your walk and stuff like that because I don't in my area I cannot walk if I walk in my area I'll get kidnapped (laughs) 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 I will not sometimes I'll be the (laughs) boots yeah no so <laughs> that took me off after this. okay so yeah what I was saying was um for me I know the thought of going into a walk or going to a nice place it sounds like a lot of effort but you know when you're there is actually relaxing relaxing. I feel like sometimes (laughs) we need to prioritize our mental health and we have we have to make sacrifices for our mental health and they shouldn't even feel like sacrifices because it's for you because
1: even after I've gone on a walk or I've gone into like nature I generally feel accomplished because it's not something I do day to day so it's like again it's breaking my environment up because it's not somewhere that I am so when you're in a new environment all your senses and all your they're very heightened because you're taking in all this new information. So it's good. It's like refreshing to me to be Mm. in that type of environment. So yeah, I do I it does do something for you, increases your confidence the most to be fair. Yeah. Um again it's for me it helps
0: me like self-reflect. You think so? And like have like a clearer mind.
1: See I never go there think thinking of things. No. When I go on walks, I don't think I think about my life I think I like to be in the now mm. when I'm on walk I think because I feel like I'm a very high a- anxious person um high functioning anxious person so I'm always thinking about the next thing thinking about the next thing whereas that time on the walk is thinking about right now where I am the nature what am I seeing like it's very much focused in the now and Then. Thinking about the future.
0: Oh really? Yeah. For me, it just helps me. I don't know. It clears my mind. So Mm -hmm. but you know, there you go. Like I think that shows the power of nature. Like it's so broad as well that Mm -hmm. you can like you have your own perspective perspective and experiences where I do as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's very, very, very good. So the next one No, this one is very problematic. (laughs) Oh god. Guys, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna (laughs) pretend before I go into this. Before I go into this, I'm not going to pretend I'm the best person for this tip. Okay, I have a food page. (laughs) I'm really not the person for this. But eating well is you know what? I have moments. So I'm I'm forever saying I'm on a diet. And the reason why I'm forever saying I'm on a diet is because I'll be on a diet for like a week or two and I'll do really good. And then I'll go off the diet and then I'll realize I need to go back on the diet. So then I'll go back on it. So for half my life I've been dieting right now and I'm still (laughs) the same weight. I'm still the same weight. Literally, you know, I weighed myself before Ramadan. And then after Ramadan, I weighed myself. Why am I exactly the, the same? same? You just and maintained the weight. <laughs> at, at least I've not gone up. You know what, that's true. You know, I'm
1: maintained away.
0: weight. <laughs> so I'm not the best at this because I know it's hard. And I think we live in a city as well that has amazing, amazing food. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like we are very blessed in terms of the food that we have here. But um, eating well has a massive impact right. on your mental health. Yeah. Um, and it's scientifically proven as well. So for example you know after six o'clock they say that you're not meant to eat heavy meals so if you go to bed with a heavy meal that can impact the way you feel yeah like having a big carby meal or just a big meal in general it can make you feel slouchy yeah brave, because you need tired. To, we need to take into account our body has their
1: own clock right so mm. it has time to process things so if you're going straight to bed after eating your body doesn't have time to break down all these unhealthy fats or unhealthy sugars so it's going to affect you at the end of the day and everything you consume affects your physical health and there is so much research that physical health affects your mental health so it's, it's very important that at least you try and have some type of balanced diet um, here and there obviously we're not saying you have to eat salads every day or broccoli yeah. that's not that's what, not the point that's Honestly, not the point from
0: the point it's more around
1: the timing
0: even timing when are you going to eat and eating
1: substantial meals um i know a lot of uni students they eat one meal a day god uni
0: (laughs) uni was the devil in terms of this because you're in a lecture you're going to snack okay Mm -hmm. then after your lecture everyone wants to eat so you go eat and then you go back to a your lecture, you're gonna
1: snap again. Like, see, Masuma lives a different uni life to me. Yeah.
0: if you are at
1: uni but you're living away from home, trust mm. me, you're eating one meal a day and it's going to be in the me noodles because you just don't have the money, <laughs> just don't the have noodle the, money. the noodle packets, and this is why again we're saying everything affects your mental health but again uni students are known to have high suicide rates and high depression and anxiety rates because their finances are affecting them they're not getting the right nutrition in they're eating leftovers from three days ago or eating living off noodles and and all the the pot noodle things so you're not really feeding
0: your body much that's a downfall of Moving out, Obviously, yeah definitely. I didn't do it. I did do it. Yeah. I wish I did it. Not going to lie, mm-hmm. I, w- I do wish I moved out for uni. um But that is a big downfall. Oh, yeah, um definitely, I do agree with you. But for me, eating well is massive, and mm-hmm. you know, drinking enough water. You literally, researchers said that drinking less water than you should. So it should be around is it eight glasses of water, More that's water. two liters approximately. And um, having that much more like water does impact your mental health, mm-hmm. so having less water can impact, for example, or trigger anxiety, stress, depression, like you know when you 're feeling stressed and there 's too much going on, just drink some water because mm-hmm. it really it's gonna it 's not going to cure it it's not it 's not going to take right away no. your problems, but it 's a contribution like mm-hmm. it 's a contribution factor. you know every time I go for a massage as well or I'm going on like I do all the time (laughs) I've only been twice but every time it's still the same thing to me just drink water so water... Before the massage. No, right? no, no. Just in general, like um, your
1: muscles. See, people say to me, "Drink water." I drink so much water. Yeah, no. no, no.
0: And <laughs> then drink... you have the opposite side where you drink too, too much, much water. water. You <laughs> but um organs. But yeah, scientifically, it is proven that water has an impact on your mental health, which is massive. Also, eating. Think about the timings of when you're eating. It's not necessarily don't eat takeaway at all now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like plan your no not plan it but like have it at a good time yeah
1: it just needs to be balanced like you need to have enough snacks during the day to give you energy food again is a source of energy so you need to have substantial meals and breakfast yeah breakfast you need to have substantial meals in order to accomplish again the goals that you're going to set for the day without without having the energy to do that you're going to lose motivation then it's going to affect your self-esteem because you're not getting the things done that you want to do so everything is It's all umbrella term, but it all links in. Like, what's it called? Like, it's all an arrow. It's like in a circle. Everything. Oh, it's like a cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle. I'm like, it's a circle. (laughs) Yeah, it's a cycle. Everything impacts everything in your mental health. All these little things that we're mentioning, they all interlink and interact with each other to give you a positive mental well-being.
0: And yeah like i think one challenge that i do face is how busy i am during the day sometimes you're so busy that you don't get a chance to eat yeah um and you don't want to waste time eating so i think it's really important to just structure your day mm-hmm. and remember the importance of eating and drinking water yeah
1: and one of one of the things that i would um advise as well is to kind of be sensible with drinking Because, you know, when you drink, obviously, you get the whole high of, wee, yeah, I'm drunk, whatever. then alcohol. Yeah, alcohol, drinking alcohol. So the next day, that wears off, and then you get, like, a massive crash. That goes for drinking and taking drugs. You have that massive low that you get when you start regretting, I guess, the, the last night, you start regretting everything that you've done. But this also has an effect on your well-being the the chemicals are in alcohol then they don't serve your body any function yeah. they don't serve any nutritional value to your body It's practically empty calories that's generally what drinking is so it's very important for you to kind of moderate what you drink and you don't want to carry on drinking because obviously people get into that cycle of oh, drinking I feel drunk or I feel high I like this high let me carry on that cycle you don't want to keep feeling like in order for you to have fun you need to drink so kind of being sensible how much you drink will
0: um help with your mental well-being as well i definitely agree um and another one obviously i think this is very closely related to covid as well Mm -hmm. um which is keeping in touch and it's more around keeping in touch with family keeping in touch with with friends mm -hmm. and maintaining your relationships so it's not all about friends and everything like that I guess some people don't care about friends but it's more about keeping in touch with people having Mm. regular updates not feeling distant or anything like that I think Covid it's been quite hard for people
1: yeah it's been quite difficult I would say one of the examples I can give like one of my close friends um I guess recently we haven't really heard very much so as a group we all recognize that we're not hearing as much as we would from this person so we're all making an effort more of an effort to kind of keep in touch with them because that shows that person that you care at the end of the day so if you notice any of your friends are kind of more quieter or their personality is kind of changing you're not you're not keeping in contact with them as much during this covid time or now that things are opening they're not really feeling comfortable to go out or they, they don't yeah they don't want to interact with people call them up text them see how they're doing some people it's a bit more difficult than others to communicate their emotions but even you reaching out to them shows them that you care even though that person might not feel comfortable telling you exactly what's going on that little step that you're making constantly talking to them shows them that they that it will
0: honestly have such a big impact and guys I know this is an extreme um statement but you could possibly save their life by doing that because a person might feel isolated mm-hmm. lonely and their depression levels could be really really low yeah and and it can in the long term lead to suicide mm-hmm. right because if you think about a person with suicide they do have feelings of loneliness and yeah. you know every isolation and everything like that and feeling like no one cares about them
1: yeah it can you Keeping in touch shows a person that they have value and they're valued by other people because a lot of time when people are going through depression, they feel like they're worthless and that no one cares about them. So that little and they put
0: themselves down, down like
1: yeah, they put themselves down. So that little contact that you make to them might mean it might mean wow. the world to them because yeah. that might have been a bad mental health day for them. They might have felt very down and be um having all these negative thoughts. So you message them, it's like, oh, okay, I'll. F- I've got friends like this is nice I feel valued people care about me
0: yeah no 100% agree um and I think another well, this is massive yeah this, this is, is absolutely massive so go and take it away from you, yeah.
1: I think one of the main things um with keeping mental health or being or being mentally healthy yeah as people might be saying is recognizing when it's time to ask for help but obviously we can do all these things that we're doing that we advise for you to do now like eating healthy um exercising and you might still feel down and it's completely okay um, your friends and family they're not health professionals they're not going to know what to do so if you feel like your stresses and your um your your stresses that are currently happening and your environment is too overwhelming and you can't cope with um what think the things that are currently being thrown with you on, on you but you're trying to
0: cope i think
1: that's a good time to kind of seek for help
0: and I would also say that everything that you do for your mental health, um, mm-hmm. like you know, like your self care, going for walks, he- healthy eating, that's all great, right? But it's not going to cure yeah. your depression. Yeah. It's not going to cure your anxiety or take it away or help you. Yeah. In, that, in that it extent. just
1: it just maintains. Yeah. A mental well being. So obviously, if you're severely depressed, there is treatments out there that you that are going and to need help yeah. and even the treatments treatments are not there to cu- to cure things yeah. they don't it's not th- going it,
0: to cure it's
1: not going to forever disappear like okay now i'm all medicational depression i'm never going to have depression again that's not what the treatment is there for the treatment is there to maintain your well-being so that you can function on a day-to-day basis so if you're realizing that actually I feel so down, that I'm not even getting anything done. I'm not doing what I usually do. That is the time for you to seek for help.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think asking for help is very, very important. And I would also flip it on the other side and say that if you realise someone is struggling, mm-hmm. don't be scared. I know it's an awkward conversation. Now. Yeah. I, I completely understand. And I hear that like, it's a difficult conversation and it can be hard to say to someone, I think that you should contact, Yeah. blah, blah. blah. Um, but I think it's important to tell your friends or um, advise your friends to reach out for support Uh if you think that they do need it Mm -hmm. it's awkward yeah and it might be a bit of an uncomfortable situation but again in the long term you could be saving their life exactly you could you could
1: be doing a big thing for that person sometimes people don't even notice that this is what they need so if you notice it let them know because education, educating people does um, help them a lot. So I would definitely um, advise to ask for help when it's needed and even even if you just want to talk to someone, you just want someone to vent to, like you might not even have depression or anxiety. You just want to get to know yourself. Cause again, coaching therapy is good for self-development. If you just want to develop yourself, I would still say go to therapy. You might want to unlearn certain behaviors that you don't like about yourself.
0: That is very good. It's, yeah, it's still worth
1: beneficial. it's yeah. still worth going to therapy and talking to someone just so that you can tell them your thoughts and everything else, just to and then leave it there. Leave your. It could be like your little venting session, and then you leave it there, and then you go back to your day to day life. So it doesn't. It, it doesn't have to be. Oh, okay. I'm in a crisis situation. That's why. If you just feel like you want to do better for yourself, you just want to develop yourself, definitely seek a health professional.
0: Definitely, and I would also say, I'm really bad at this again, but take a break. And um, we've already touched yeah. upon this. But, we already spoke about uh, this. we already spoke about this. Yeah. But taking a break very important Important, yeah even though it's hard especially if your life revolves around work but you just gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) yeah you need you need you need time for yourself at the end of
1: the day that's 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 what we're trying to um tell everyone um you need to spend you need to spend time for yourself with things that you like to do work can get very overwhelming some people don't even like their work (laughs) like some people (laughs) some people don't even be want to be there so you really need (laughs) to do
0: things that you enjoy to feel well and like you know when you plan your day or plan your week take time out for your self-care like even if it's just for a (laughs) bath even if you're just literally something as simple as just a bath yeah because helpful
1: for you see I could be like when I'm anxious right when I'm really anxious I, I don't be wanting people near me like I don't want anyone talking near me don't want you to breathe near me I kind of just want to be by myself and in that moment I go for walks so I will shut the door like if you live with your family literally lock the door and stay in that bathroom to have some type of peace I know people that go to the gym because that's their only respite that's the only time they get away from people talking if that's what you need to do just do that
0: yeah no 100% agree mm-hmm. with you um, another one I've already said this as well but accept who you are mm-hmm. if you are going through something or if you can't do something if you're not good at something or don't be a lot of people beat themselves up about things mm-hmm. about things, things and just like Be them. like you know what I can't do this I'm not good at this I'm do you get, do you get what I mean yeah I think you should if, if you're not good at
1: certain things or focus more on the positive so practice some gratitude rather than yeah. um Rather than constantly being negative on what you can't do or what you can't achieve. So you really accepting, you know what, this is who I am. I'm good at this, I'm good at that, and that's okay. I might not be good at everything that everyone else does, but I can do this and this. So really reflecting on yourself and noticing this is me and it's okay to be me. I don't need to be like the Instagram models
0: of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on Instagram, like it's with a thousand filters, you, like, you know. And I think another big one for this as well is um, you know, when you're in a friendship group and you're the odd one out, mm-hmm. don't force yourself or pretend to be a person that you're not. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a really big one because um, a lot of people feel pressured or just want to be accepted, and they in that sense they take away the real them, mm-hmm, yeah. Do you get what I mean? So I think it's really it's hard to it's easier said than done. -hmm. But accept yourself enough to appreciate your differences, Mm -hmm. and if your friendship group is different to who you actually are, and you constantly find yourself having to change yourself, referring back to our last podcast, Podcast, (laughs) yeah, um, then you know maybe it's time for a fresh start Mm -hmm. or having a. You might feel so much more better, honestly, Mm -hmm. with a group of friends that accept the real you, and you don't need to pretend to be someone else. Mm Definitely,
1: and I think another thing to remember is just because we're saying if you're not good at if you're not good at something doesn't that like you shouldn't do it. That's not what we're saying. We're saying if something is affecting your mental health and you keep being ne- negative about that thing, then maybe it's time to kind of reevaluate and kind of practice some gratitude. Obviously, if you're trying to learn new skills, then by all means, set realistic goals. It comes back to the goal setting. If you're trying a new skill and you're not good at it but you've only tried it a couple of times and you're beating yourself up for that that is not realistic you need to give yourself a realistic timeline to develop that skill so just yeah just it all interlink as I said before just be very realistic with yourself and what you're doing and just accept it's okay that things take time and it's okay that you are who you are at the end of the day some people it takes them they learn things quickly some people take longer to learn things but it's understanding that this is me and this is how I function this is how I learn and this is how long it will take me to learn Let's let just be very realistic with yourself and be very frank
0: no I 100% agree with you um and one more tip from me is volunteering Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of people when I was younger as well I could say I'm not working for free yeah I'm still not doing that (laughs) Thanks, <laughs> Um No, but honestly, volunteering, whether it's in a cat shower, dog shower, anything, right? Well, taking that time out to help others it does have a scientific... So basically, volunteering is linked with dopamine. So you know when you're doing something good for someone else, right? Your dopamine levels go really high. So that good feeling. So dopamine is like a a feel-good hormone. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you're feeling good, when your dopamine goes high, you and when you're happy, you tend to want to be close to others. Mm -hmm. You tend to want to care for others and do these kind of things. And that's why volunteering is very closely related to mental health Mm -hmm. because if you're you're feeling good and you want that closeness and you want to care and you want to do all these things volunteering allows you to do Mm -hmm. that do you get what I mean um another way to look at it as well is if you're quite isolated or if you don't have enough activities or if you don't go out much or anything like that instead of staying home all the time you can do something like this which will make you feel good
1: yeah and you can do volunteering in all forms obviously it's I'm, not
0: always caring for yeah because obviously
1: me being so negative and saying I'm not doing that obviously I do my volunteering in my little way of helping others maybe with their issues um there is just different ways you can show that you care for other people um it's just. it's not always volunteering volunteering. it could be maybe cleaning your mom's garden helping your mom cook like just doing something for someone else that makes it will make you feel good about yourself and make that person feel good and it shows you that you're
0: valued again and increases your self-esteem so it is definitely because you do feel good right when you hold a door for someone yeah i mean like you do feel good when you do something nice for someone Mm so volunteering is not always physically actually having to
1: volunteer yeah Um, there is other ways for you to kind of show that gratitude to other people
0: definitely um but yeah i think we've shared some great great tips yeah i think you know what guys the reason why we did this casual podcast today Mm -hmm. is because it was mental health week not so long ago and the whole point of mental health week is around having Mm -hmm. um conversations yeah and just normalizing having these conversations Mm -hmm. so that's why i just thought you know what let's just be casual and let's yeah, just really let's... speak about mental health because yeah, that's the whole topic that topic. we're talking about exactly and the, for mental health week
1: it was very focused on nature and obviously after us well i just about choked on my invisalign <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god guys i'm having that
0: okay moment. let her have her moment
1: um, yeah yeah what was i saying so yeah mental health week was all about nature so these tips kind of incorporated nature into it as well um how important nature is for our mental health so yeah we definitely need to take these tips into account and it was a bit of an informal conversation but it was definitely needed it was definitely needed and these are the type of conversations you should be having with your friends yeah about your mental health it doesn't always need to be a big topic or big. it really
0: helps me like self-reflect mm-hmm. and it really like, motivates me to get back on my self-care if I've been a bit lazy on it. Yeah. So these conversations are really, really good.
1: Yeah, I've I've just added, obviously, my Invisalign is my form of self-care just because I've been so critical about my teeth for, like, since I was probably born so this is like it's helped and I feel so much better and even just having it in like the first day I put them in I was in so much pain but even that process I know I'm doing something that I've always wanted to do so it's Mm. my form of self-care
0: just do little get your nails done do your hair I really want to get my nails done like I might just do it today anyways anyways (laughs) off topic off topic again um yeah, you know what? I also wanted to reflect on our podcast, and I think it's been really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we're starting to become more casual, we're starting to become uh, build more rapport. In yeah, our definitely. And it's you know, podcast itself is a good self care, like, it's actually it you is because you, you just get to
1: talk, just
0: yeah.
1: like, well, I would say, just yeah, talk. Yeah, it I was is, gonna is, say, so just, just, yeah. just talk about anything. Obviously, we we do a lot of planning in our podcast, but even within the planning, we just have conversations in between
0: yeah so it so just it's really nice i quite i'm i'm absolutely
1: loving it yeah, it's it is right. a lot of work
0: it i'm is. not going to lie to you guys it's a lot of work but it's, i love it like yeah it's, it's probably one of the best things that
1: i've done yeah same i generally do enjoy just talking it's so <laughs> random
0: as well because me and amuda before this we weren't that close to be fair anyway, <laughs> you have to admit like that's we weren't true. really yeah that's true but i feel like it's it, it's really nice we have like a professional relationship <laughs> <So it's laughs> we're <significant>. work friends <laughs> yeah but we're a bit more than work friends what the hell i'm gonna to go to your birthday in june got, she's like i'm invited to your birthday i've got a vip invitation i don't know what you're on about i'm sorry you know that bit of the birthday when it's only close friends like, yes. <laughs> yes. <I can't> admit.
1: <laughs> you're too funny no but it's been it's been a good time and i'm excited to kind of see what else we can do and i really want you guys to interact with us like follow yeah. us on Twitter, instagram. instagram follow us on um tiktok and twitter we don't really use twitter really. but it's all the mind for a minute
0: because we do ask you questions on yeah. instagram so and yeah. we
1: want to hear you guys' thoughts like i want to know what what next podcast do you want us to do what topic do you want us to talk about what are the day-to-day issues you guys are facing that we can kind of bring light to you know what i really want to do one
0: session one podcast on people when people send like Q&A. Di- yeah or not like like dilemmas but obviously a yeah. mental health version because that would be really nice to see other people's struggles yeah. or and um, people's barriers mm-hmm. and really reflecting on that right. ourselves because exactly. probably we couldn't relate to all of them mm-hmm. if, if I'm honest exactly. um, but yeah I did want to end this session session I keep saying session you know yeah.
1: <laughs> she's too used to doing work <laughs> oh
0: my God. I, um, I wanted to end this podcast with some mental health um contacts as well so don't forget that if you are feeling like suicidal or anything like that it's really really important to reach out for support and help like I cannot like you know emphasize enough Mm -hmm. how important how important it actually is so there are like you know places that you can go to so for example the samaritans um they're really 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 important and they're really really good as well because if you are feeling really low they're open basically almost 24 7 mm-hmm. do you get what i mean so they're samaritans which is 116123 um so give them a call you know if, even if you're coming towards that moment oh, and you yeah. think you know what i might. I I might be feeling really low Mm -hmm. and I just want someone to speak to. Call Samaritans, like they're there to speak to you.
1: And you also have your local crisis team. Obviously, sometimes it's a little bit difficult finding the number, but you can always go to um, Mind, which the number is a little bit long so we're just going to put that in the show notes below because <laughs> I'm not about to read <laughs> 11 digits but the, all the links will be below and I think for adolescents um, there is a really good counselling service called KOOTH
0: yeah K- I K- love KOOTH because on their campaigning video they had tons they got tons of Amelia and I was thinking they have done this right because kids are so familiar with Chunks and everyone like there's not just kids like young adults as well, Mm -hmm. and so I can't we've never spoken about coos yeah have you spoken about coos before I don't think we have. have
1: I told you about
0: COOF. Oh, okay, maybe
1: we yeah. have. Okay, maybe I it was mine. Yeah, I told you about COOF, no, but COOF is really good. I know a couple of people that work for them. Um, so, yeah, it's really it's good. Really <laughs> no, it's a really good service to use. Yeah. Um, it's completely anonymous. I can't say anonymous. that words. Yeah, it's completely anonymous. Yeah, yeah, let's not try. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can just confide in trained professionals. These are all, they're all registered um, psychotherapists, um, occupational therapists, psychologists. And you don't need a um, referral as well. You don't need a referral you just go onto their thing and you just speak to someone obviously um if if you're feeling very suicidal then that person will then refer you to the emergency services so it is very useful tool to use for young people and young adults
0: yes okay well thank you so much guys for listening if you've made it all over
1: <laughs> if you've made it to
0: the end um but yeah we'll be back um, in 2 the- weeks 2 weeks with another topic so please do message us again if you want us to cover anything but until Next time, goodbye. goodbye. Bye.